Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Money Mindset Hub podcast. I'm your host, Carla Townsend, and I'm a money mindset and success coach for female entrepreneurs who are ready to eliminate their money blocks and monetize their genius online. So it's been a minute, guys. <laughs> if you are watching the video of this on YouTube, because it will be going up there. Yes, I'm in my room and Marilyn, you can see her chest in the background. <laughs> So this episode is going to look a little bit different. So to first off, give you a bit of a background, where am I at? What have I been doing just to catch you up to speed? Because I want to be real here, you know, and share the journey of full-time entrepreneurship as a mother of three under six and how that looks and how that feels. So right now, the reason why I'm recording this in my bedroom is because my office is still in the shambles. It is literally bare with just an office chair and like computer equipment and that's it. So... I decided that I was going to paint it. You know, you just get fed up and I was so fed up. I thought, that's it. We are painting this room and we are going to make it the vibey space that I would love to create in there, like make it my studio, right? But that's a process. And I'm also one of those people that takes forever to decide what the hell I even want in my office and how it's going to look and how it's going to feel. And I've got to buy custom doors because we have high ceilings So the doors are huge. I now realize that every single door in my house was custom because they are like two and a half meters tall. (laughs) So yeah, that's where we're at. I've still yet to find some doors because the office wasn't built with doors. It's a bit of a pain in the ass, but we're getting there. So another little update that's happening in the back end of the business is I have hired more support to support me to grow this incredible business because It definitely takes a team and my beautiful, amazing right-hand woman has been on leave and it has been, let's say, challenging to say the least. So I knew I needed more support with a team of people that can help and that's what we're doing. So we're expanding here at Money Mindset Hub, which is amazing and I really look forward to it. Also, I have some incredible guests lined up for you on the podcast too, which has been happening. So yeah, I've sort of just like taken a step back with creation while I get things in order. And I say this sometimes to my clients, sometimes you have to slow down in order to speed up. Then it takes that time to be able to reflect and readjust and to clarify where you're at and what you need support with and what the vision is and what the mission is. And I think it's really good to do it every year, to be honest, or whenever you just feel like you're in that space of What's next? What am I working towards? What's my goals for this year? I think it's a really good thing just to take a moment and just not put pressure on yourself because at the end of the day, we're the ones that create these rules around what it means to be successful, what we must do to be successful. And when we start to lean into what we must do, what we should do, that's when we start to bring this obligatory energy towards our businesses rather than it being fun and fulfilled. And I really want to just remind you to lean into that as well. You know, if you're feeling like you do need to slow down because you know a big speeding up is about to happen or you're preparing yourself for that or you need to onboard more support, you know, that's the thing too. I think just take it easy on yourself, do what you need to do in the back end because then you can go full force. And I feel like the moment that I decided, okay, right, I need more support here in the business because in order to grow this business and to get everything created, like, the super long list of things in my head of my vision 
for this business, it's going to take a team of many to bring it to fruition. And I need the best. I need the best to be able to support me in order order to be able to bring that to life and to support as many of you beautiful women as possible. So with that being said, I wanted to share with you in this episode a little bit of something different. So this is actually a snippet of one of the Money Matrix calls that I had this week with my members. And it is all around the notion of self-concept. So I actually called this lesson how your self-concept contributes to your earning potential. And I want to sort of explain what this whole lesson was, and then you can listen to a snippet of it at the start. It went for maybe 35, 40 minutes because I have had quite a few questions recently around like the membership and private coaching. And I thought, you know what, you need to see a bit more of behind the scenes of how I coach and what my coaching style is like. If you've been listening to this podcast for long enough, you probably know I'm a pretty passionate person and I am truly passionate about you reaching your potential and getting out of your own way. So you'll never stop hearing me talk about that. But I thought if you haven't worked with me before, then this is a really good opportunity to be able to show you what it is that I'm like and how I show up in these containers, because it truly means the world to me to be able to share my wisdom, my gifts and the lessons, because I am someone who truly, I try and experiment everything and learn the most simplest, efficient ways to do things. And that is one of my biggest strengths is being able to find more efficient ways to do things that are seemingly always done in a particular way. I just always think that there is an easier way and leaning into simplicity and efficiency is key. I was actually having this conversation with one of my private clients today and we were talking about our journeys and things. And I spoke about how my husband only has like three days off a fortnight. He is usually gone by 5am in the morning and sometimes he's not home until tea time. And then we have three children. And up until this year, I was also working 18 hours a week (laughs) for someone else. And she reflected back to me and said, hats off to you. I don't know how you did all that. And I thought, oh yeah, that is a lot actually. I grew this business from the ground up, from nothing, all whilst raising three children with a husband who works long hours, long weeks in construction and no local family either whilst having a part-time job and I finished a diploma in that time. So I want you to stop and reflect for a moment to have a look at what you've actually gone through. And at the same time, we get to choose our heart. We get to choose what is hard. Like to me, I was like, oh yeah, I just did that. But that's because of leaning into simplicity and efficiency. So I don't just talk about that. I'm not just talking out my ass and going, that is how I do things. I always lean into simplicity and efficiency. No, I genuinely do that because otherwise there is no way in hell I would have got any of this down that I would be full-time in my business now with three little kids having had all those challenges, you know, I had to find efficient ways to do things. I had to find easier ways to do things. I had to say, no, I had to set boundaries. I had to do all the things that I teach my clients because that is the work. And I had to get out of my own way, essentially. So recap back in this lesson, I want to explain to you how this actually can shape your money mindset and your financial success overall. And it's truly a key focus if you're wanting to eliminate your money blocks and learn how to surpass the limits that you're subconsciously placing upon yourself. Whether you realize it or not, we all are placing limits upon ourselves. They're not obvious until they are, right? And once they are obvious, then you can choose to change them. So in this discussion with my members, we really identified the subconscious ceilings that you can impose that can lead to these continual self-sabotaging, self-perpetuating cycles. And 
also that you can alter your self-concept. So your identity is not something that's set in stone. I'm a big believer in that. Your self-concept, your self-identity, the way that you label yourself, then none of that is set in stone. You get to choose to improve yourself and improve your characteristics and strengthen the parts of yourself that you see fit in order to bring the vision that it is that you have to life. And I truly think that that's why this understanding of this notion of self-concept is so important because at the end of the day, we can break free from the self-imposed limitations that we have. We don't have to struggle, right? We can break apart from the money struggle. It doesn't have to be your continual reality. And I don't care what your decisions were in the past with money, where you maybe felt guilt, shame, blame, any of that. You don't have to bring that forward into your financial future because I don't even care if you're in, um, you know, a million dollars worth of debt. You don't have to stay there. Whatever you don't change, you are choosing at the end of the day. So I want you to understand this because truly there is so much psychological safety linked between money and debt and savings and wealth and not being able to hold it. This is an incredible discussion. I'm going to stop there because I could talk about this for days and next minute we're going to go into a full TED talk and 40 minutes later, you'll still be here. So here's a snippet from this teaching that I did in the Money Matrix membership this week. And I think it'll be really crucial for you to understand. And also if you are interested in the membership or interested in working together in some capacity, then you actually get a little bit of a behind the scenes. I mean, truly, it's very similar to the way that I would show up here in the podcast. So here's a little snippet. Okay. I want to get straight into this because I was just thinking about what I want to talk about today in terms of what's going to support you in your evolution of your money story and your money mindset. And I thought, you know what, I need to go back to the beginning and we need to talk about what our own concept of self is and understanding our identity, because this is the space in which we're not only eliminating our money blocks, but we're also understanding how we can become the woman who can do, be, have it all. The one that can hold the level of success, the one that can hold the level of wealth, which is something we're going to talk about today more in depth. So you can actually identify where you are at, what your baselines are and where you are potentially sabotaging yourself without even realizing because you have put yourself in a box. Even if you think you haven't, this discussion, I know I said episode, like I'm recording a podcast, but I'm not. (laughs) This is where we're going to understand you, you and where you potentially have been limiting yourself because this truly is something that We can just continue to go about our day-to-day in our businesses, in our lives. And we're like, oh yeah, okay, everything's all good. Money's coming in, money's going out. I'm in this level of debt. I've always got this amount of money in the bank. And then we never really understand, but where am I actually limited? Even when things are good, but when things are not so good, this is going to make you be able to understand where you have actually placed a psychological cap on yourself and you may not have realized. So this is really something that I want you to go through, get ready, be open, have a notepad. I'm going to ask you some questions as well, but I really want you to start to see where have you limited yourself. So this is to more understand your relationship with money and not just in terms of creating and receiving, but also in terms of holding. This is the conversation about holding because I have worked with women who have been at all different stages of their money journeys. And I can tell you now that the holding piece is one of the hardest pieces for women. Other than the receivership, receivership, very difficult. Being able to create money 
And that process of, well, how do I actually create money? What business do I create? What offers do I put out in the world? How do I connect with people? How do I charge? What do I charge? All those sorts of things, we just get more in our head. There are practical ways in which you can do that. It's just more about actually just getting it done and putting yourself out there. But the next part about it is actually being able to receive the money. What I want to talk about today is actually the holding part and how that ties into your self-concept. I'm just going to open the chat. So if you do have things you want to say, I'm going to pop it in the chat there for you. Otherwise, I'm going to minimize my face so I can't see me. So your self-concept. So this is essentially your view of yourself, your personal identity, how you define yourself and what is actually possible for you. So maybe, for instance, we'll often hear people say, I'm just really shy or I'm really not that confident or I'm not good with money or I'm not lucky. I'm not lucky like the lucky people. So when we want to talk about our self-concept in terms of your relationship to wealth and your earning potential, then we often add other labels to ourselves. So straight away, you can think of, well, I'm a 50K earner or I'm a 100K earner or I earn this amount every month because remembering the amount of money that we're creating is very heavily tied into our level of success. The success that we believe we have reached because we do seem to put the level of success and the level of wealth on different hierarchies, which we'll talk about in a minute. But in relationship to your earning potential, that is where your self-concept comes in because you actually label yourself. And this is where we subconsciously get stuck at certain income levels. And that's when people experience plateaus, especially in their business. You can experience these different plateaus because you've kind of labeled yourself as the person who earns X amount a month or X amount a year or X amount a week, whatever it might be. So then when we want to actually be able to expand our capacity to receive more and to hold more, then we want to actually be able to expand our energetic minimum and maximums. Maximums also referred to as your income ceiling. So let's just say your income ceiling is always the absolute cap of what you believe you can create and receive. So I want you to think about that because just a refresher here, but I truly believe that the level of success that you are capable and worthy of achieving is directly correlated with how much money you think you can create and receive. Like truly hand on heart, I believe I can create X amount. I believe I can receive X amount because it ties into your self-concept of, well, I earn this month. I am this kind of earner. Then that ties into your maximum. So a really quick question right now, just to see where you're at, to understand where's your baseline. And this might also be the answer as to why you may experience plateaus in life and business in your career. What is your self-concept right now in terms of earning potential? So I want you to fill out the sentence, I am a what K earner? I am a what K, K, are you 100K? It could be month, it could be year, whatever is more relevant to you. But understanding that is going to make so much sense, okay? And we're going to dive into different areas of money because also it's not just what you're receiving. It's just not what you're creating, but it's also in terms of what you're holding, which is where I see the self-sabotaging patterns play out a lot. So your self-concept right now, your wealth identity right now is I am a what K earner. Write that down and then you're going to understand. So I've had conversations with women earning up to 200K a month. And they ask me, but why do I always end up with nothing at the end of the month? Like I've literally had those sorts of conversations where they're like, look, I can make 100K and 200K, but I always end up with nothing. Like there's barely anything left at the end of the day. Once I paid for everything, there doesn't really seem to be much of an overflow or I can just never hold it. 
So it's because it doesn't matter how much you are actually creating and receiving when there doesn't seem to be a level of safety around holding certain levels of money. Like it's not good to hold certain levels of money. You're a bad person if you hold on to money. There's so many subconscious stories that have played out as to why women cannot hold, cannot save. Now, for someone who say like me, I'm an accumulator. So if you're an accumulator and your main money archetype is an accumulator, for you, you just go, why can't people save? Because that is something that's supernatural to you. But let's say you're a maverick. That is like you can fly by the seat of your pants and have zero in the bank and it's fine. You feel safe, but it's your level of safety. So this is what I noticed, especially in business. There are a lot of rulers and mavericks out there, but they typically have the least amount in the bank until they realize where they have been sabotaging themselves. Now, on the opposite side of that, it's not good or bad either, but let's say on the opposite side, for the accumulator, they're really great at saving. So we can save, 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 save and have all this money, but then the execution is where we can lack because it's actually that letting go of the money is really hard. So that is really hard. And remembering money is energy and it needs to flow. It needs to flow in, it needs to flow out. You can't control it and micromanage it for the accumulators but you also can't spend everything and every set and have no idea of where it's going and be able to get down to that level of zero. You know, you could spend all the money and you think it's going to pay off because the, the risk is worth the reward, but then have absolutely nothing in the bank for when things do happen and that's where the friction can happen. So you constantly go on these sorts of cycles. So it's really intriguing too, to have a look at your top three archetypes. What are the challenges? Because you will start to see the little invisible lines between this is what I'm earning. These are the levels of debt that I'm usually in. This is the level of money that I usually have. This is what I can create. But then these are my challenges. You will start to be able to link those. So your self-concept, I am a blank K earner. And then what are your top challenges from your top three archetypes, especially your first archetype? You're going to actually be able to see the little dotted correlation between where you might have subconsciously been sabotaging yourself and your level of safety. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would absolutely love it if you could please leave me a five-star review and let me know your thoughts. And if you know anyone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please share it with them. Until next time, remember, everything you desire and deserve is just on the other side of your own resistance. So take that next step.